0: today's podcast is brought to you in part by submission subs not because they're giving us money but because we just ate their pretty good subs yeah it was tasty
1: it's good they're good and cheers tell me what this is
0: okay so you're doing this thing where you poured some liquid that's unknown to me i'm just gonna start buying weird stuff i should start doing that too (laughs) i don't really ever think about doing that so i saw this don't drink it yet it smells like water. It's I don't have a good sense of smell, so maybe that's me. But Okay.
1: Give it give it a try. I bought it. I've never seen it before.
0: No, it I smell, I like smell literally nothing.
1: You might not taste anything either.
0: Tastes a bit like coconut water. A little bit. A little bit sweet. I also burnt my tongue today so I don't have the ability <laughs> to taste much sweet. But what you burn it on? Um tea. Oh, that's horrible. It, kind of a fruity taste maybe like a like a kiwi or something. All or? I'm
1: getting is sweetness. Oh, it that. probably wasn't amazing eating a sub right before. Nah. It's but nice. you can taste it's sweeter than regular water. I don't
0: find it good. No. It just tastes like water to Like me. I would just drink regular
1: water because I don't need sweet water. It's
0: like heavily diluted coconut slash kiwi, strawberry kind of taste to it. Very, but super mild.
1: I just got a a taste of what it should have been. That one hit the right part of my tongue.
0: Okay, so what is it?
1: It is President's Choice
0: Organic. Maple water? Yeah. No, it's not maple water. Well, it is. No, it's not maple water. I can get you some maple water. This is nothing like that.
1: Well, yeah, I know. I've had it, but I've never seen it in stores. But they're advertising it as something that's quintessentially Canadian. It, Harvested in Canada, only in the springtime. PC Organics, 100% maple water, is naturally sweet and refreshing. A delicious beverage. It's also great for making popsicles or use in baking recipes. No sugar added.
0: Okay, so they're full of shit. There's, not, there's something going on here. This is maybe... Like, for one, I don't taste any maple, but I maybe maybe it's because my tongue's burnt. That's fine. But this is like if you took a tap, put it in your maple tree, you collected whatever, you know, the the maple water, and then you the diluted taste. it with about a 50 to 1 ratio well, of water. Well, it's very diluted. It's incredibly diluted.
1: And I think the reason why it's incredibly diluted is so that way they're not breaking the sugar barrier.
0: Huh. It's it, This is water.
1: Yes, but it, see, I tried something with Melissa the other day. There's uh, Peanut Punch. It's always in the... Uh, peanut Punch. The... Um, international food interna- International yeah. section. Sounds and the way it's advertised, is like foreign. that could either be good or really bad. So she and I bought one, it was like a buck, and we tried it, and it tasted
0: like a peanut butter milkshake. That and sounds pretty good. It was tasty. It I was very tasty. It's kind of... I think I did the same thing with the aloe water and all that kind of stuff. And it's an interesting thing to try as a, a as a white people.
1: And I would have that again over this because this, to me, I mean, it's just sweet water. No. It, I was disappointed when I bought it, but it I figured a, I'd let you try
0: it. It's a disappointment. That's for sure. I
1: bought it specifically for this.
0: And well, again, it was about a dollar. I should supply some actual maple water and we'll... Do you want to do a shot of maple syrup? No. You're crazy. You and my dad just <laughs> doing... I, I don't... I'm surprised... It's funny that he tried to get you to do that, because I would say right away, if I knew he was going to do that, it, you would be the person that would try to do it. But yeah, no. Shots of maple syrup, like homemade, super dark, hey, thick maple syrup. That firstly, sounds terrible Firstly, it was tasty. Yeah, of course. Diabetically tasty.
1: Yes. That's why, I obviously, I only did one. Mm. Uh, I liked your dad, so I couldn't say no. He's a character. Yes. Oh. Um, so for him to say, do a shot of maple syrup, there was nothing. At that point, you could. Your brother's writing a TV show. Mm-hmm. You could write a TV show about this TV show.
0: You could. Not so much, I guess, necessarily the TV show, but, but my family. The funny thing is, that's just, you just met my immediate fam- family. You have never seen my extended family. Tila knows a little bit about them, but. Well, that makes and, sense. And things have changed too. Like that household that you were in at one time was occupied by about somewhere between 15 and 20 fam- family members simultaneously. That's what your dad was saying. Yeah, and, and sometimes more. if If bunch of people came over lots of cousins and yeah, all he that.
1: said if i had came at christmas years yeah. ago it would have just oh, been filled with people ago. that were taking time out of their family he was drunk when he explained it but
0: yeah <laughs> it was it was something it it's definitely a sense of nostalgia because i was too young even um when it was at its craziest because there'd be all you know aunts and uncles and stuff all over inside the house and you walk out and there would be another set of uncles and cousins are all smoking and drinking in the garage and and getting up to antics with you, yeah, I don't know, like somebody brought a motorcycle or whatever and then everybody's just having a good time. And it was like that every time I went up pretty much until maybe like the age of, of like 12 or, or so. So when I was younger for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Things change over time too. Uh... Is there like a certain side of your family that you just haven't seen like over a decade? Yes
1: and no. It's not as simple as that, unfortunately. Uh, As you know, I have a relatively colored family history. There's been a lot of drama here and there. The side of my family that I don't see very often is actually the namesake side, the Dolster side. See, my, my grandmother was married twice. She was married once, well, twice she was married um, to a non-Dulster, then a Dulster. So okay. her, her namesake and the entire namesake now is from a second marriage. I'm closer and know a lot more people from the first marriage than I do the actual Dulster side because mm-hmm. of family splits apparently with a second marriage and wills and whatnot things things get a little bit difficult so there is a entire line of Dolsters that I don't really know Mm -hmm. I've met because when I was younger and I'm talking young like younger than five everything was fine and then there were a few that slipped through the cracks like I have an aunt and uh one of my dad's brothers of the Dulster side that kept in touch when my parents split up and they are probably the closest. And now with Facebook, I'm friends with a lot of the Dulsters, but a, a good chunk of them I've probably never talked to in person in a adult
0: sense. Yeah. They, Things change a lot too. They do. I got a a strange sense of disrespect from cousins when I had become a teenager I didn't see them that often but it was it was very strange how they treated me as a teenager It was very dismissive and I didn't like it but it went away instantaneously because I, I didn't see them for so long and then years later I came back and I was an adult now and kind it of changes when on. you're an adult
1: I think now the drama being vague the drama has disappeared uh. The Dolsters. some of the Dolsters are now on speaking terms, so it is a little bit nicer. Hmm. I think um, it's weird. There's horribly written movies out there where somebody dies, right? And they're like, oh, I wish I had done more or whatever. I wish okay. I was nice to so and so
0: and you think well that's cheesy it's also selfish because you're doing it for the good of yourself and the way you want yourself to feel a certain way but you didn't really act in accordance of your morals that's what that's an indication of
1: yes and then when you see it in real life and it all depends on how it's worded that's <laughs> i think that's the key when my grandmother the matriarchal dulster died matriarchal matrical the mother grandma dulster uh one of the last things she'd said to me in person wasn't i wish but was get in touch with them so it was less selfish more i don't want to say deathbed epiphany because i hate seeing that in movies but She listed specific people that she had had issues with and arguments with in the past, family members. And Mm -hmm. she had specifically said to me and to my father to get in touch with them. It was too late for her. And I don't think that that's selfish, but to make a family stronger, there's definite merit there. And we have since reached out. There's been death and more. Basically, whenever there's a will involved, there always seems to be some sort of drama, unless you're lucky.
0: If or if you're poor and then nobody has any money anyway <laughs> yes. so it's fine there is
1: that as well yeah um so it uh i'm just gonna say when you do that you totally block my camera 100 uh, percent maybe we should position the camera somewhere else <laughs> if you want to lean i can move
0: it a little bit over that's okay i'm gonna i'll sit a little bit further back and i'll move the mic closer to me because i like being close to my mic <laughs> um we gotta stop doing such tight shots we've been doing it for too long now i like the tight it's, it's, okay. it's okay
1: especially when we don't have
0: a gopro somebody to go wide to pl- this is early in the episode somebody please give a damn opinion about the camera angles what do you think because nobody ever gives feedback on anything maybe it's because it's too late in the episode when i ask questions but rebecca we'll get somebody by listening name. to this this is on you yes this is on you. you gotta tell us
1: what do you think give us your professional opinion how do we look how can we change things do you want to be closer to our faces or further away? Do you want to see more of us or just our eyes? Let me know.
0: <laughs> height adjustment, too. Uh, Pardon? Height adjustment is also a thing because we're shooting slightly... Well, I'm, my camera's slightly above my head height, and yours is pretty much in line with your head. Wow. Forehead. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Um...
1: No, family drama. That's It'd be nice if there wasn't any.
0: I don't know. It gives drama is just another thing that human it gives humans purpose, meaning. It it gives you something to do. There's a lot of it more on my mother's side. And
1: why is Come that? to think
0: of cuz somebody accused somebody of legal wrongdoings that are so far think, in the past and so arbitrary and now there's huge disputes over you know money or, or child custody yeah, and, and, and you know, that's crazy one of the
1: things like that. that drove the Dolsters away yeah. something in the past money wasn't distributed properly there was
0: in this case i don't think anybody even had any money to redistribute <laughs> it was just fucking all in a gesture which is worse because then you fuck up the entire family for something that's never going to benefit anybody it's it, it's crazy
1: it happens
0: and, and come to think of it, I have an aunt that's very weird and nosy and trying to get into contact, I guess, with me before and stuff of that once this whole drama went down, because I was still quite young at the time. Maybe she watches this, because it's a <laughs> way to get information about me. Say them, hi. Or, or to vicariously learn about me, which is interesting. I don't really care. I don't really intend on contacting you, but...
1: Hi, Eric. But, but hello. Estranged aunt. Yeah. Aunt. You said aunt. Did you say I don't aunt? know what I
0: said. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, the shit happens. It does. <sighs> and time marches on. There's almost a a level of non-interest after you haven't had somebody in your life for over a decade, and I, I it is it is also selfish, but I don't really see their presence in my life benefiting me at all, and also anything that they could perceive as me being in their life benefiting them is probably just nostalgia at that point. Because they perhaps knew me when I was a child.
1: Yep, some of them. Some of the ones that I have, or I know, I've seen them a handful of times in the past, I'll say in the past 20 years, but even in the past decade. The past decade's been... More so than in the twenty years, but they're so little; they don't know. They haven't met Melissa, which
0: should more have been of around re- fourteen months. More of a recent development,
1: yes. But I mean, they never met Jessica, so we stay in touch, try to stay in touch, but it's hard because they're not in. They're not in the family or overall routine. When something big happens, they're not the first ones I tell Mm -hmm. because, as you said, they've been gone for so long. They're family. And that's, I mean, family is important. And they've always been.
0: As as a general rule, though, I don't really, there's a lot of cultures that really get behind this idea that blood relationships are like the, they're critically important. But I don't really see it that way. I, I don't think it means much just in and of itself.
1: Wow, there's actions. They were never rude or negative to me. They it was That's just good. the it was just the situation and when you're a young kid and somebody tells people like we're done, we're not associating, you can't go against their wish- wishes especially to go after a like to try to make a relationship with a, a strange nephew even. Like, I mean the nephew's a young child, so I think it's actions. That's why, like, it's nice when family is a relative term. It's nice when Melissa calls you in Tila family. You're not blood,
0: but you're important no, to her. It, that, that's much more, more important. The people that you choose to associate with out of not just free will, but just like an actual gravitation towards them. That is that is very important. That can be just as important as are the closest members of your actual relative family. Yes. I mean... Who are you going to see more often in your day-to-day life for the most part? It's going to be friends over family because a lot of people tend to travel around a lot.
1: What or to live think? away from family. Yeah. How did your parents enjoy the wine tour?
0: So they liked it, I, th- I think. <laughs> my, I don't know how exactly it happened, but my mom got um, tickets th- through something online and it was just a it was through Johnny Rocco's or something like that's the main thing. It's got a hotel room there, and they were going to check out the so restaurant.
1: hotel room at the Stone Mill, and yeah. then Johnny Rocco's the restaurant.
0: <clears throat> and it didn't go to plan because the weather was crazy on the weekend. Yes. Crazy, what gust of wind on the Sunday um, knocked power out at the building. Power was out all through the hotel. They didn't open the restaurant. You couldn't go in there, so they skipped that part. Although they had done a <laughs> wine tasting earlier in the day indoors somewhere. Um, they went to the should just gave everybody a ton of wine and (laughs) they went to the keg apparently and met up with another couple and I guess they chatted away and had a good night doing that and I think they went to another wine Parents would be good at chatting they are well yeah my dad's very socially outgoing and my mom hmm, maybe she enjoyed I'll have to talk to her about it later but but yeah they, they apparently had a good time it's weird, because I made a bunch of recommend. They went to the Early Bird um, restaurant, too. Nice. It-, it feels weird for them coming, and they didn't really want to listen to me. I was kind of making, like... gestures, like, I know all of the places here. This is, like, just where I they live. They asked my
1: opinion, too. Yeah. Which is why, like, I knew when when you had said yesterday that you were meeting with them, I knew they had said they went. They asked if I thought the stone mill was expensive.
0: I. You said that it wasn't, and I said that it was. Today. See,
1: I... It's good. It's tasty. The it's only okay. thing that I've I've only ever had there is tapas. Yeah, Listen which I is went.
0: what most of the students go for because yeah. it's cheap.
1: And I didn't find it that expensive. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, maybe that's fine. I went in for a plate of pasta once. I don't know what exactly I ordered, but I didn't walk out of there for less than like 40-something dollars, and I don't think it was a good meal. Like, I could have gotten better. They
1: at, make really good pizza,
0: though. Anywhere like I've never maybe. had their pasta. Every
1: wedding. I've done it's a lot Italian of weddings place. there. It should be
0: good. Yes, it but didn't. their pizza is the star. Yeah. Well, I'd have to maybe try something else if I went there. Although, that's why the tapas is at least good because you get to sample a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's the the night that I'd have to go. We could on. all
1: go. We could. Except for Teela because she's working midnights. Not yeah. midnights. Nights. Hi Tila I like it. She likes messaging us whenever her name is mentioned.
0: Oh yeah, and she's paying attention to it now quite a bit. Yeah. Connor mentioned her like ten times when he was on. <laughs> yes.
1: <sighs>
0: What's up with Connor? Is he, have you talked to him since then?
1: Ah, sporadically, he's been really busy. He still wants to take me out for my birthday. Nice. That's how busy it's been.
0: You guys are still watching James Bond? Yes. Together? Which one was the last one you watched?
1: Uh. Oh, you got to look? Good question. I can't remember. It's okay. That's fine. We'll- We're on to Pierce Brosnan. We're nice. just
0: about to hit. You're going to get some good stuff now.
1: And then some bad stuff. Mad. And then some good stuff again. Some good stuff. Um, no, it has been a journey.
0: And... Oh, fuck.
1: Wait, what is it? Because <laughs> it sounds stupid.
0: You can't keep talking if you're going to walk away from the microphone. Anyways, uh, James Bond is definitely a series of films and, I guess, novels. Although I haven't read the novels. That I quite enjoy. Although it's from a strange origin because I really got introduced to James Bond through the Nintendo 64 game Goldeneye, quite good. Based on a movie that's also quite good. And which uh, is what we're about to watch. Oh, Goldeneye, yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty good. That that is a very fancy set for the movies. It, it, are the discs in there or is it just pictures? Oh yeah, they're in there. Okay. Hmm. It's kind of for, for many of the films that are not so great, it's kind of like polishing a turd to put them in such a fancy box. <laughs> I'm stupid. How are you? I couldn't remember the name. License to Kill. Oh, okay. Probably one of the Which, most popular ones.
1: Not only, I, There's a lot of movies to watch. When I grew up, I'd seen... like Casino Royale was the first one I saw in theaters.
0: Really? Yes. Well, in theaters, that makes yes. some sense.
1: It was not the first one I saw, but it was the first one I saw in theaters, so mm. I always
0: I loved Casino
1: Royale. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, See you from Russia with love. Also great. Uh, You only live twice. So, a bunch of them, Die Another Day, basically all the Pierce Brosnan ones, Mm -hmm. I had on DVD. And I eventually had collected pretty much all the DVDs, but to watch through all of them, we had this happen. We had that same beeping an episode ago hmm. anyways know. some of them you watch more than others so I've I've in my past I've watched all of them at least once but License to Kill is one that I hadn't watched probably more than once and Connor and I watched it and we both agreed that's the best one out of all the ones that we watched Really, <laughs> like it was really good the jokes like the effects were really good the jokes, when there were puns or whatever, were good. The action was great, so it just it mixed very, very I well. Feel like,
0: I think I've seen it, but I don't recall it quite clearly. They're all sort of melded into each that's, other. Point. That's also
1: the problem that Connor and
0: I are having. We've stopped doing
1: them back-to-back because yeah. we, then, A, it becomes a problem. What did we watch last time? I can't remember. At least this one, it's easy because it's one right before Pierce Brosnan pops mm-hmm. in. But the thing I... The thing that's amazing to watch them from the beginning to the end is, one, how awkward the Sean Connery ones can be because he is not shy about hitting women. But
0: I, uh, I just love the weird mysticism of a different time.
1: It is cool, yeah. but you can see it's amazing that these haven't caught flack. Yeah. When Baby It's Cold Outside gets issues, you would think, well, he's... Strangling
0: women. The funny thing is pop culture because that song still gets radio play. It did. Whereas it got
1: pulled for about a week and a half.
0: Millennials with fucking 40 piercings and like. I
1: guess millennials aren't watching April James chromatic Bond.
0: hair are not going back to watch James Bond and, and Sean Connery.
1: Which is fine
0: because. I, I love the casual brutality of some of the old ones too. Like just throwing just a slap, fucking toaster throwing, into the yeah. bathtub. That's so good.
1: The thing from a creative standpoint that I love is going back to yeah they are nice Mm -hmm. going back to the originals right so my 1962
0: Sean Connery beautiful artwork
1: so with Dr. No they didn't know what they had
0: they knew they had
1: some successful books that people loved but when they did the James Bond theme, they thought, it sounds good. This They didn't know that that was going to be iconic.
0: Really? And the They used...
1: had the gun barrel sequence where yeah. he walks and he shoots. They're like, this is cool! It's iconic. Now when it's not in a movie, people get pissed.
0: A lot of the success probably of Aston Martin might have something to do with James Bond. I don't know. I it, I don't want to own any Aston Martin other than like a classic one, because frankly they're pieces of shit, but... But that's cool it's a cool fucking car. Yes.
1: I think any car manufacturer that gets in with any type of movie they almost have to because they never know what's going to catch on. Could you imagine I mean I can't I can't fathom how many people own late 60s early 70s Dodge Charger Dodge Chargers because of The Dukes of Hazzard.
0: Probably a lot of people. Right.
1: And that's great for Dodge.
0: I mean, buying past cars isn't necessarily good other than keeping your brand established in the market. Which is
1: important. I guess. Um, And same with the Aston Martin. Or, I mean, now Sony kind of owns Bond. He uses a lot of Sony products. His phone is always Sony.
0: Yeah, I could see Bond being a cold-hearted Sony user. <laughs> and there's nobody that pledges allegiance to Sony other than, like, reptilian people. Sony's a very blah brand.
1: And Heineken. Heineken? Bond
0: is a Heineken
1: Bond. Or Daniel Craig is a Heineken Bond.
0: I don't think I could think of a beer that necessarily suits Bond best anyways. It's funny that no vodka has, has like... I I
1: don't picture James Bond being a Smirnoff person, but Sky Sky vodka. Yeah, but that hasn't happened either.
0: Doesn't doesn't really matter. Hmm.
1: I had. I wonder if it's on my shelf.
0: What do you have on your shelf? Possibly, theoretically, on your shelf. Nobody can see the shelves, so you could just lie.
1: Yes, I know. But
0: if I have it, I'd show you. Give me a sec. Oh no. I gotta divert the attention again I, I, I do not I don't really care if they try to establish brands with something that already exists I think it's sort of the coincidence of Bond coming about and Aston Martin making a deal and I think it could have been a, a Jaguar instead if, if something fell through it, there was some weird circumstance where it could have been something different which would have essentially changed the iconic vehicle associated with Bond why have you flipped that the other way I need the screen to face me. Perfect. Okay, so you picked the thing up.
1: Yes, I was wrong. I found this in a geocache
0: when I was geocaching.
1: Smirnoff has had a sponsorship with uh, James Bond. Oh. Strange. So it's the full From Russia With Love novel,
0: but it's sponsored
1: by Smirnoff.
0: Meh. It's a weird branding thing. It is. Um... What did you put in the geocache in place of it? Uh, This? A copy of the geocaching movie we made. That's fucking... What? That's unethical. Why? Self-promoting? You're basically getting two benefits. You're getting an item and you get to... Promote okay. your. Shit.
1: I never benefited from it because I wasn't the director. I was just a cameraman. Nobody <laughs> cares about a cameraman in a student documentary. Fair enough. Who directed it? Just some other student. a Friend of mine named Mike Hicks, okay. very talented director, very funny. Huh. Um, it's the only. You, we weren't expecting to find this, but when I found it, cool. like, I need to have it. Let's go. Cool. You put a DVD in a DVD for a book. It was a fully
0: for dvd that I, I think few people would want to watch although you at least have the market cornered on the only people that <laughs> might possibly want to watch i know it.
1: that's the best way of marketing it oh <laughs> what'd you get
0: in the geocache a oh, dvd fucking a what dv- about a, a DVD, geocaching dvd a dvd that explains the thing i'm doing well it's perfect
1: it shows that you're <laughs> not alone it was a neat documentary it's
0: like sticking the um transmission assembly information for a car Behind the transmission and the engine, so when you're dismounting it, you have the the information required to do the job. <laughs> it wasn't
1: a how-to documentary. It showed, actually, the documentary itself showed very little hmm. um, specifics about each geocache. Like we saw, the we found the original Canadian geocache.
0: Eh, I want to go ge- geocaching hmm? again. I got to do it. We should go. I would do it. I think I'm not going to like something about the app when I use it. I, I want to... Um, I didn't... The last time I used the app, I wasn't exactly a fan. I'd like to start geocaches because that's something I've never done. I've always just hit ones that already exist. I want to start one because I feel like you could cater what kind of things you get by the like where you put it and where you disseminate the information. Like, I'm on construction sites. If so I can get construction workers to geocache, which I kind of doubt it, but if I could, it'd be cool. <laughs> or if they're not the ones that use it, but perhaps the people who are moving into the subdivisions would be interesting, too, because I know that it's mostly people from, like, Toronto and, and big cities coming That's in. That's true. It'd be different. Just, yep. like, how geocaches up north, where my family cottages are quite different as well.
1: That was the the neat thing i think i've said this before but shooting the geocaching documentary when we were in toronto one time actually talked about it two weeks ago at one of the recording studios the soundproof recording studios the director of the geocaching documentary opened up the app on a busy street in toronto and showed how many geocaches were right there there's a lot and then he's like look at this walked up to a tree this is jar in the tree yeah like huh most people would just ignore that yep um, um
0: quick pretty much if things are often hung from trees things are often stuck in the base of a tree if you can find somewhere around there I under rocks on your bricks lots of common hiding spots we should do like a mystery
1: science theater uh episode where we watch the geocaching documentary and my pièce de la resistance my drain cleaner
0: Ugh. short film <laughs> that'd be funny. I guess we gotta, we've never done any live commentary quite like that before we're going to have an audio signal and, and all sorts of things. We could, though, I we think. i would be more views that you would get on that than there ever were before. Um,
1: I don't know if you noticed. I did something last yeah, week. I didn't notice. Okay, I did a little test.
0: Uh, it should be finished. Finished test. Is it something to do with us advertising stuff on Facebook? No. I would have said we were going to pay for podcast advertisements, but we didn't. Which I don't even... We might have done that like once so far. We did for... 411? 411. Niagara 411.
1: Yeah. Which just continues to slowly climb on its own.
0: Fantastic uh, Facebook page. Go check out Niagara 411. He's almost at 30000 He deserves it. He does. Useful information for those that live in the region or want to know things about the Niagara region.
1: Well, it's weird because yesterday I was with Melissa and I was driving her to work and there was a fire, uh, I think on Church Street in Welland. And we wanted to know what was up. And so we didn't even, didn't even, the the conversation was, gee, I wonder what's up. Check Niagara 411. Yep. There's no question. Like, I wonder how many people are like that. We have a closer relationship to the person than a lot of people, which is weird because we only really met him once. It's stay true. in touch, but in my mind, his work is is um
0: quite exceptional.
1: Quite exceptional. Nobody else and is doing it. When there's something happening, there's. Yeah, I'm not going to tune into the radio. I'm going to say, hey,
0: check Niagara four one one. If only there was a way to tune into that live in my car in audio format, but he doesn't do that. Not yet. Should hire, hire a radio broadcaster. Be cool. No, nah, he'll just use
1: citrus.fm,
0: as we mentioned
1: two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and start his own radio Blah.
0: broadcast it. I still don't know how the hell that works, <laughs> and it seems like a strange product.
1: Um, so I want to show you. But last week's video is still in its live premiere mode so i can't go back in time yeah so i'll show you what i did in a few minutes because it's almost done it was like an hour 24 so um i told tila and i told melissa that i was doing it and i did a little rough test just to see it's fun it's interesting I didn't really change all that much okay and you look good so what did you do i want to show you so just wait, and it'll be done, and then I'll
0: show you. I yeah. The anticipation is boring. What? <laughs> um, it's, it's a whole lot of I news. have a question for you. What's that?
1: Yesterday, we went to go see a house that you framed.
0: Yes. A house, by the way, that's selling for just over a million dollars. Just under. It was reduced. She okay. told me that when we walked in. Well, the pamphlet said over a million. Yes,
1: but she said don't look at the pamphlet. Look- it hasn't been updated
0: yet. Oh, thank goodness. 900 something. Yeah, Perfect. it was like
1: 995.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, on a house that's one point. Whatever. You're just saving 10 grand or something. Whatever. It's true. It's not I that. I think much. it was more than 10 grand. Yeah. I think it was
1: 1,037,000.
0: No, it wasn't <laughs> that much. I don't know. Whatever. Contin- def- continue your point.
1: What was it like going to a house of your frames that was done? It's interesting. Because I'm I, sure you don't, You've that's
0: the first one you've actually went completely. That is the first house that I have been to that I was part of the building process that was furnished and had been lived in for about two years. that's so one of your first houses-ish. No. Well, ish. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe exaggerating a little bit. I'd say it was probably, it wasn't quite two years. Maybe it was closer to a little bit of a year that the person had lived in there. Because that was probably something like maybe my 15th to 20th house that I worked on. Um, it was interesting. I had been I have been in houses that I've worked on that were close to finish, close to being able to turn it over to the customer. They got tiles on, they're painted, they have all this kind of stuff set up. But I've never been in one that had been lived in. It was interesting. I they finished the basement. I didn't have anything to do with that. They hired out a different framing crew to do all of the basements in the entire Thundering Waters subdivision. But uh, it was cool. What a
1: powerful name, Thundering Waters.
0: Yes. They tend to have decent names for their for their areas for Mountain View Homes. I like Mountain View Homes. I'm glad I'm building houses under their name.
1: Well, good. Hmm.
0: I think if I had to pick a, another one I like in the region that I, I don't really have any association with, but I just see from a distance, Rinaldi. People to recognize Rinaldi Homes' name. It's a e- big... Empire have built stuff for them. Don't like Empire. Don't buy an Empire house. Okay. Not a good idea.
1: When you buy a house...
0: I wonder if me. that's slander. I don't know. I don't care. That is tech. <sighs> I don't like them. They they got foam exteriors. They're not cheated properly. There's a lot of bullshit on their sites. Okay. Like what? Are you giving actual. F- oh, this is a story. Okay. This, <laughs> this is good. Okay. Um, Empire homes. We were out in Hamilton. So Eric built. Yeah, perfect. We His were building a townhouse. space. now. No, yes, we were building a townhouse, and they had high... Something had changed. They, the site supervisor was changed. I don't remember why the old one had left, and I didn't even know who he was. He never came up and talked to us for, like, the few days or week or so that we were building, and he was there, but he left, and new one, new site supervisor came, and he called everybody over for a meeting. There was tons of people. It was kind of unorganized. We're trying to, like, all get over to this area or whatever, and and then this guy comes on, and he sounded like a real piece of work he starts just going off about who he is as a person. And one of the iconic lines that he was, because he was talking about safety related things, things that are actually important to us for the most part. And one of his lines, and I quote, was, I don't give a fuck about safety. And he said it in like a serious-ish kind of way. But then as (laughs) soon as that was done, he immediately went on to describe all the things he cares about safety for. And it became a little bit of a running joke because this guy was a bit of a joke. And and one of the times <laughs> we were having a conversation with another crew or or somebody that was had been there for a long time, knew what was going on, seemed like a a great guy actually. And he was talking about this guy because we were asking a question. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's a great guy, this that and the other." <clears throat> and he's like, "Yeah, he doesn't he really doesn't give a fuck about a, about safety or something like that." Like weird to say that again in that way. And he's like, "Yeah, I saw him go from his his truck over to the whatever. Without a hard hat on, walking across the street, and as soon as this guy left, we're like, "Holy! F- this guy walked across the fucking street without a hard hat on. Oh my god!" Which, for for the most part, I mean, people—if you're gonna walk to the shitter or something—nobody really is gonna yell at you for. You're doing. gonna wear a hard hat. No. It. it yeah, Empire's is weird. It, it, I guess a more detailed piece of information as to why I personally—and this is my opinion—don't like their construction style is the way that they sheet stuff with foam on the outside instead of, like, OSB or plywood. Structurally, it is weaker, and my evidence to that is if you want to look up homes that collapse in windstorms in the region of Niagara or or (laughs) Hamilton, you will almost indefinitely always see houses with blue sheeted siding collapsed all over the ground. That photo well, I that
1: I sent you yesterday—that
0: wasn't. That was something else. But but they have no sheer strength against the wind, and yes, they put in wind bracing, and they have all this fancy shit that they talk about. that They're, they're still structurally sound, and maybe the foam is good for some kind of thermal, you know, the, your, your R values or whatever. But their houses do not go together in a way that is very sensible, even from a, a layman framer's perspective.
1: Well, that's not good.
0: No, but I don't. And they're they're cheap. You get what you pay for. They're cheap. They're cheaper than Mountain Views homes. They're cheaper than Renaldi. You get what you pay for.
1: Well, because you said it was your opinion, that makes it commentary. Perfect. It is not slander. You're it's okay. okay.
0: We, could, we could start a GoFundMe to fund my legal fund anyways, and, <laughs> and maybe we'll get like a few bucks. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> something. it would be funny. Yeah. It'd be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the one thing that we get noticed <clears throat> for is you get sued by Empire. <laughs> it'd be funny
0: i i couldn't pick a better company to get sued from maybe mountain view homes could intercede i like mountain view homes great people why
1: would they intercede
0: i don't know (laughs) it'd be a bad publicity on empire for just suing a random fucking guy that didn't like their houses yes i think i don't it'd be weird it would be Extremely weird in this hypothetical situation that probably is never going to happen to anybody.
1: They serve you with a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. We can say, well, tell you what, we'll take down the video and only like 15 people have heard this
0: complaint. It's true. true. You can't really wage much damages when we don't have much of a viewership.
1: Like you said, with the music industry, they're claiming billions of dollars in damages and...
0: The only weight that that carried for the... We were talking about LimeWire and how they were suing people for proliferating their music. You gotta mute whatever that is, please. It's you, by the way. I know. You gotta mute it. Yeah, they were claiming that basically based on downloads, which is absurd because...
1: Downloads don't equal purchases.
0: Nope. People that might pirate music may never purchase it to begin with, so... You just have to argue the case that for some reason they do equate. So, this video is live and... And able to show something now?
1: It was live. Now it's not.
0: Okay. Um, whatever. Hopefully I can see what this is immediately. Are you animated? How much of this did you animate? Five minutes. Okay. Not long. That doesn't look anything like me. Why is he like a orange-haired afro? Because <laughs> they're simple cartoons. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Your hair is not accurate at all either, but... It's well,
1: like, basically, I took the assets from the old Beedie's
0: cartoon, which uh, I had
1: my asset. I see. So I didn't change my Your
0: hairstyle was different back then. Man, two years ago. Two years ago. But. We got a we mute. It's fun. Yeah. Were you actually wearing a red shirt? Hey, you got the chart from the background. <laughs> and your TV. <laughs> and the light. Nice. Go check out last week's episode. If you want to actually hear the audio from it in a coherent manner.
1: So yeah. It was just something. It didn't it took a little bit longer than normal, which is why I only did five minutes because it took a lot longer than I expected. But I mean
0: animation took longer than you expected?
1: Well, I thought I had a really good idea of how long it would take. Yeah. I was wrong. So if you actually wanted to try one time, you could you could make a cartoon character that you're happy
0: with. I could. I think I would probably be more likely to hire somebody that is good at drawing the cartoon Do you We to know somebody. With. Do we? Yes. Okay. I don't know who it is off the top of my head, necessarily. She's going to be your in-law. Oh. Yeah, okay.
1: She's drawn you once before.
0: <laughs> she has? That's... Uh, eh. I don't remember. Oh. No? No, I don't know. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. That's Um, okay. Now you got to look it up.
1: Yes, I will. But But my question. There's so many
0: diversions of things that our audience can't see this episode.
1: Well, I will put the picture on the screen now. Perfect. When you are talking about your preference for Mountain View versus Empire. Yep. You work for a company and the company is called? JMC Framing. Right. and they're contractors specifically for mountain view right or anybody
0: like we we can work for whoever we want to
1: so would your opinion you've worked for empire
0: yes okay so and and my boss who owns the company has worked for empire for a long period of time relative to me i didn't we didn't do more than one house or one set of townhouses for them which is evident because we didn't like the way that things were going at least on this particular site um yeah people drift around from builder to builder a lot of um even framers get a little bit too full of themselves sometimes and they might think that they're too good for some engineer's idea or whatever way to do things so, and, and, and that's on the framer to some degree but at the same time it's also part of the builder and, and who's supervising the site and how easily you can get along with people that makes a difference so
1: in your experience is there a giant wage gap for framers or are you kind of at your
0: equal what do you mean wage gap like what Well, an employee gets paid or what a builder p- pays a contractor no uh, specifically for
1: uh framers do you think you're at the the low end high end or right in the middle
0: of other trades
1: no wh- for framers like the actual framing oh position. how much do
0: I get paid relative to other yeah. framers I think I'm doing okay I've only been doing it for slightly less than two years and I'm not making anything close to minimum wage I'm making a lot more than that so I'm quite happy um I do know that much more experienced framers framers of Perhaps four or five years can make more, although I do know framers of four or five years that perhaps lacked in skills a little bit and got paid very similarly to what I get paid. They had more skills and more independence, which means they might maybe pull another dollar or two at most an hour, but by, by five years' experience, you would hope that somebody is... A go-getter and can like lead people and is, is very organized and, and is worth the extra and they would command probably significantly yeah. more than what i make
1: do you when you uh get raises is it voluntary on your boss's part or do you ask for them
0: i have only asked for one raise at the beginning um the whole time that i've been framing and i haven't had two since so and, and that's a lot uh, like I, I like my boss and I like the way he does things, but I think a lot of construction jobs are kind of like that. They go up quickly in pace, especially ones that are not education-based, like not electricians, plumbers, all that. More so trades where you get into it by social connections or just applying to jobs as an unskilled laborer to begin with and you get the skills with for the job later. So frame, framing, you don't need any education to get into. If somebody's trying to get you to go into a carpentry school or something and you want to do rough... Carpentry, like framing, just just go to the field, just do it. Some high schools have programs where you get to build a house or something. That's okay, I guess. They learn really slow. Um, every once in a while, we'll work in a subdivision where one of the houses gets given to a, a school, and the teacher will be the boss essentially and be able to tell all the students what to do. And whatever, they have some experience with carpentry, obviously. But they build a house over the span of about two months sometimes, maybe more, that a crew of relatively experienced framers could knock out in like a week and a half. So it's, it's very slow.
1: It's slow, but it's like, as soon as you were I, mentioning that, it's like going to Niagara College for dentistry. They have to go slow because they're being bit. graded on it. They it's also, I get watched. the vibe
0: that the teachers don't, they might know carpentry, but they don't know how to efficiently frame a house. They don't know that they they know how to do it and have it done right, so it's it's structurally sound. All the things are done properly, safety wise, but they don't know how to be efficient.
1: Does the cost of that house get reduced because it was done nope. by students?
0: It's the same as any other house. It just takes a lot longer to make. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between it and, and a house that anybody else built. There's there's lots of variance between framers. Like um, some of the stuff that we do is kind of optional. Um, because there's a certain level that needs to be met for certain things for, like let's just say, drywall backing, or you got to do certain things for other trades to attach their stuff to, but that's the minimum. You can go above and beyond. You can do things in a slightly different way as long as the end goal is the same, or the end um, result's the same. If you want to structure some part of the roof entirely differently than how the other guy's doing it, but it'll look the exact same in the end, it's probably okay. Probably, as long as it's structurally sound (laughs) and you know what you're doing as a framer. There's lots of different ways to do things. This picture. Who draw? I don't know who drew that. That was it. That was Heather. It was Heather? Yeah. Yeah. Way back when.
1: Obviously, she Connor's is, in the she's, picture. She's pretty good drawing. Yeah. She is. Justin looks a little Asian, but she tends to draw him on the Asian side, anyways.
0: Maybe, maybe he should do some ancestry stuff and, and see if there's but any in him. You can see. I can see Connor. You got a big, big sort of. I don't know. I don't forehead. know. Forehead? Big forehead and like eyebrow, I like, do. Like a jutting forehead. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if her drawing style is suitable to use in animation, but it's
1: not. I can I can try to find somebody
0: who might be able to do it. Yeah, that's okay. That this is a hypothetical conversation. Just not we don't need an animator for no, the podcast unless people are that bored. It was a fun little Lots of, Five minutes. lots of podcasts do it where they have excerpts and, and they have an animated short. I thought of an animated just with adventure.
1: what I did, I thought, because we tell stories, so if I went in and picked like one or two stories that you tell or I tell and quickly animate it over the narration, it might be funny.
0: It would be funny. It has to be done well for it to be, for you to bother doing it all. I You should look at um, Rooster Teeth's animated adventures because it's a very simplistic kind of animation style, but it's it's hilarious and i i say simplistic it probably takes tons of time still to do it although there's been one person in charge of it for a very long time he does a great job um yeah there's there's ways of animating stuff efficiently yet keeping it funny and i think it should be saved for the funny things it's a a way of having humor can't you can't animate something serious just doesn't really feel right for a podcast
1: or for anything i can't think of too many serious
0: and, well, there's actual cartoons, that, of course, that are of a serious nature, not comedy-based, that are animated. True. Yeah. Movies, too.
1: You were, were you ever on a website called Spill.com? No. No. They were one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, way back when um, they had their own proprietary audio streaming player I suppose and they were a movie review website but they would also have free podcasts there was uh, a couple of cold ones and let's do this one of the podcasters ended up being one of the people I interviewed in college ended up writing Sinister and also um Doctor Strange the Marvel movie very interesting yes um but very interesting long-form podcasts when it was still kind of new. They were doing three-hour shows sometimes. They were hilarious. But their movie reviews, which were typically five minutes long, were all animated, and it was cool.
0: Hmm.
1: But they no longer exist. <laughs> so, Like you can't find them anywhere? No, the website went down. They exist under a different name. The animation is different, and I, they, they've kind of went the paywall route. Or to view anything you need to pay and it's unfortunate
0: it's hard to discover content like that i would yes. say if you are in the end and you want to pay for it of course you could still enjoy great content but it's it's difficult to recommend it to people let alone have people just discover it organically yes i mean for that you have to give away a little
1: bit of free to get people hooked at least to know who you are if i didn't know who these people were i wouldn't know yeah there's a paywall to even go to mm-hmm. so i i don't know thankfully a funny thing happened on the way to the podcast is always free and you can listen to it on facebook youtube spotify it'll, google play
0: it'll be free forever we'll never charge for this right never ever <laughs> ever Cur- curious what kind of reaction they've got who the hell wants to pay for a podcast that's a ridiculous. Is there thing.
1: are there paid for podcasts? I'm
0: sure that there are, but how successful are they? Is kind of my interest, and also success being purely viewership or like engagement. I, I don't know. I don't think it would help you to be. A paid I feel podcast. like at
1: this point, um, Alex Jones would have paid for podcasts.
0: Maybe there needs to. I, I'd say that I'm okay with sort of a division where. Sometimes pay people who pay get to watch them live, whereas people who don't pay don't. And perhaps those people who do watch them live get to—I don't know—send stuff from Twitter or something and have like some level of interactivity. If you're if you're paying for some extended feature of it, I guess that makes sense. But, and you have to—you better have a damn interesting show. Like nobody's going to want to pay for this. There's no point. Not yet. No. If we, theoretically.
1: And this is Meta Talk with Jesse and Eric.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of that. This podcast. Whatever. They probably left. Tila doesn't like complain
1: it. about it anymore. She mm. complains when we mention her, but she never complains about when we go meta, except she will this time because yes, she we will. called it out. Yeah. Um, if we somehow manage to have a guest every single episode. Oh, that'd be good. That There's merit there. Yeah. Which is a nice segue to the fact that at least for the next
0: two or three weeks we will it's true we got a couple of guests lined up yes we've said that before and not had guests you but yes i know it's difficult some it people difficult. don't just i don't blame you. you've you've essentially secured every single guest we've ever had for the podcast with <laughs> exception of maybe antae
1: i picked her up the first time
0: i guess <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess we also both knew gene there's, there's a few exceptions i guess but you're you talk to them mostly so yeah. I don't talk I I need a more social job and that's I don't know. If for whatever reason I have to stop framing at some point, whether even, even if it's in years from now, I gotta pick something that's more social and something I can do where I meet new people and learn new things like that. It's
1: always it's interesting. Occasionally I feel like it, but when I spend a lot of time in Tilsonburg, smaller town, obviously, by pretty much like an order of magnitude yes, almost. based to compared to St. Catherine's. Uh, but it's no joke. When I say everybody knows my father and in turn, for the longest time, everybody knew me. Hmm. They don't so much anymore. It's very weird. When I went back there after college, like during summer or reading week or whatnot, I couldn't go to the mall because people would stop and talk. They knew I was gone. And I came back. Hmm. Now, I can't because they don't care. It's been 10 years, been which is depressing, but I still talk to the people that I know or know me or recognize me. Not that I want to be recognized, but you know what I mean. They recognize and remember me. But I wonder if it'll ever get to that point. St. Catharines is a lot bigger. So, in some circles, I know people. And in some situations, it has been very surreal where I'm eating dinner somewhere and somebody that I know from somewhere else will call me out. Or when we were at the Mandarin uh, for the Christmas dinner and the people sitting right across from us were customers of mine from last year. Mm-hmm. So in that case, the, the opportunity to run into people that I know is quite, quite high, but also low, depending on your your odds of meeting them but
0: Hmm. it's interesting what was the point of this conversation i don't know (laughs) trying to figure that out most oh
1: you wanting a more social oh yeah so i don't
0: talk to many people not really out of choice i don't really have any social apprehension with talking to people i like meeting new people
1: i admit it's a lot harder than i thought i now have everything i need to go to businesses and start selling them business cards and stuff uh it's hard it's hard to walk in and introduce it's not illegal I checked you're not soliciting unless it says no soliciting you're allowed to go in and just say hi ask if they're willing to talk
0: and the no soliciting signs will pop up everywhere
1: yes but I'm not unpleasant I'm not scamming them I'm no. giving them a brochure for $50 business cards or whatever Um, but the, the social aspect of the job is very very interesting and Sometimes hard to handle. That's why going to the places that I knew, like, submission subs was a good first start. icebreaker. I already
0: know them. Hey, they mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that we were eating their subs. I like the setup. I mean, we could talk a little bit in detail because we had some criticisms and things, but in a more general picture, it's, it's a cool place for cheap subs. Because- Any
1: business that exists today mm-hmm. that specifically competes and
0: survives
1: against a huge franchise business
0: is doing something right yeah i i think that their up cost is probably a lot lower than most places it yes. seems um i knew them really early on i don't know how long they were on when they were in their broom pellet. closet yeah that was a small space cheap though for under eight dollars you're gonna have two subs and, yes. and now it's a bit more it's like close to ten but they're still pretty good yeah um it's an interesting startup. I think it'd be cool to get an interview maybe out of one of... I have um, a feeling that Claude would actually do I it. I think so. Because it's an interesting startup story, I'm sure. There's something to it. They definitely have caught on. Like, very quickly, I, I would talk to people. And they're like, yeah, I know that, that place. People just stop in, and I guess they like a cheap sub. So, that's what it is. Um,
1: when we had Nick from Niagara 411 on, he... He's the type of person who admitted that he didn't really know what he had. He said that he was really surprised when I had called him a social influencer, right? Yeah. And submission subs, to an extent, to a large extent, has a smaller following than Niagara 411. Yes.
0: But... I don't know who... Do they have any social media presence? Yep, they do. They do? Okay. Um, and it's them. a decent one it's it's not are they on Instagram? top
1: of the line they're on Facebook I don't know about Instagram okay. I haven't done my full research but I'm still a few days from actually meeting him fair enough but they are on Facebook and their posts are good generic and put together not necessarily the most flashy of posts but I think they have like 2,000 2,000 plus followers or
0: more I can't exactly remember
1: hmm. more than us
0: Yes, and it it's got the one dollar sign, which means it's cheap. Four point nine stars. Yes. See offers,
1: but like when I first met him, he was still relatively new, ish, and he was talking about the power and how much he how crazy it was. To the point that he couldn't believe. We were at Beatty's and he's like, if I took a picture of your yellow wall and posted it and said, share this yellow wall, people would. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, at least you know the power that you have and that's good. Because apparently when I went in to talk to them, they tried to upsell me on roast beef. And I said, no. Oh, that's another thing. Existing as a business that doesn't take debit or credit. That's
0: tricky. Should we air the criticisms right now, maybe? Because there's no. a few of them. That's one of them. That is one. payment. It's 2019. There's lots of ways to do it. And yes, there's a did fees you, associated with did it.
1: Did you have to use the ATM or did you have no, cash?
0: No, I had cash. I had to use the ATM. It's inconvenient. Look, th- there's fees associated with credit. And I don't even necessarily care if you pass them along to the customer. because That's, that's a lot not of-
1: allowed, though.
0: mm It isn't. No, lots of places do it. Even on my university campus, the Starbucks would do it. I know, but they're really not supposed to. Well, that's fair enough. Okay, well, I don't know. There's probably a way to justify it somehow, but
1: the problem is when you have an ATM in your location. I'm assuming it's it's there for free, and they're just making the the uh, transaction fee and ATMs they're, aren't exactly... They probably aren't making that. Thing. No, they're so not making yeah, somebody it. Else somebody else is putting else in there. So ATMs aren't necessarily an eyesore, but they do no. take up space. A little bit. And when you have to put up a paper sign, which yeah, we probably won't end up airing this part
0: <laughs> until wanna. we talk to these, these are minor criticisms. They are. Really.
1: Don't pass the right for a consumer to use a debit card. Um, off to, at the consumer's expense i didn't want to have to pay 85 cents to take out 20 bucks to buy your sub 85 cents isn't that bad anyways no no but still if you want to do it that way then that's fine but once again your counter is too high i didn't see the sign until after i already ordered
0: yeah it, it's it's strange i mean they, they got a newer place a newer shop and there's some definitely some issues with that i think it's the, the neon lighting's a little weird outside and the lighting insides a little weird. It's a mix match chairs and small things like that. Just out of
1: curiosity
0: yeah. And, and maybe that's just the thing that we're noticing and most people don't really care about, but I don't know the way a business presents itself is something that is interesting to me and I, you I say there was it was nine
1: dollars and sixty six cents. I think that was the price.
0: It was nine something. okay. I mean, it's a good deal, good subs.
1: Yeah.'
0: Just quite hungry. Pardon? I was quite hungry before the podcast.
1: So, if you use Square, this is actually, this, this is, is criticism like... with constructive criticism. Yeah. If submission subs would use Square, you would only be adding about $0.35 cents to each order, and you can collect the payment. Not a third-party company. Well, you don't collect the payment. It, it carries over to Square, but you can do the full transaction so that's not much the the cost to entry there is nothing it doesn't cost anything to set up square and it would only cost you like 30 cents for every transaction you
0: could work that into your price it's true i might be a lot more tempted to go there just on a regular basis from in st Catharines. i know it's cheap subs
1: the difference between nine dollars and 66 cents and nine dollars and 99 cents is pretty negligible not a lot so um and 99 does have a nice spring to it anyways
0: and you get two subs for that price. Yes. Yeah. So
1: I I like as I grow older I like small businesses that find a way to succeed. Maybe I have vested interest in that. I don't know. But it's nice to see somebody that's succeeding that is from what I understand and if we do an interview, he can correct me. But I don't think Claude has always been in the sandwich industry. No. So I'm assuming...
0: I don't know how many people who own fast food and just food restaurants in general... Well, no, I, I'll go with fast food. How many people that have fast food restaurants necessarily have a passion for fast food? It's kind of a... It is a business decision, a lot. The only the only fast food restaurants that I really know...
1: Um, in depth is the a and in Tilsonburg, the A&W in St. Catharines, the a and in St. Catharines. They did not have a history of fast food. They were a group of franchisees. All they were, were the money. And then they managed it mm-hmm. and failed the Tilsonburg A&W. They had two franchisees that were split down the middle. Both of them had came from the hi- a history of A&W. So they were A&W through and through the female, uh, Franchisee had worked at A&W her entire working career thanks to her aunt who owned a restaurant. So she also got to see the, the business side of it very, very early. So she obviously had a passion for the company, which therefore, I mean, you kind of have to have a passion for fast food if you have a passion for a fast food company. And then Hopefully. the other franchisee, he kind of the same story, although I think he'd worked for corporate for a while. So same thing. So you can't. But for a mom-and-pop sub shop, I'm assuming he didn't. He's very into other things. I mean, not, not that in a normal conversation, you would be like, well,
0: you know, I'm, I'm very into sandwiches. That's my no, thing. It, it's got to be a little bit of a, a tactical decision, too, because it meets several things. Like, one, what can we produce? What can we make? And I guess subs were on the list of things that they could do if they wanted to get into the food industry. But two, what niche could be filled? That can decide a little bit too.
1: So what niche are they filling? Let's let's do a it, case study here. It,
0: cheap food? I would argue that it's probably healthier than like the name brand subs because there isn't really... They're not selling you like tons of chips. I guess they sell pop and stuff. They do. <sighs> I, they're definitely... And in the location that they are, it's not the highest income area. If people there want to regularly consume food out of their home cuz maybe they're busy people or maybe that's just how they want to live their lives it's an it's an option that I'm sure lots of them pick
1: from the reviews on their Facebook page
0: yeah you're in that exactly right yeah and in that area the closest thing food-wise is like a Tim Hortons and other things that aren't so much like a like a could be fast food could be sit down and eat it's it's a little bit of a plastic kind of option where you you have choices. I would say, it it it's different than anything I know in that area. It, it's between the downtown sector and it's between like a um, big box sort of sector, and then the other direction. There's a whole lot of nothing. So it's it's in the middle of. It, it's in a good location for what it is.
1: That is true. And they when they did move, they still stayed. very close to where they were yes which is smart because in their original advertising they were very into advertising to that area Mm -hmm. yeah i guess the area where they are um for some visual representation we could put something up on the screen there's a tim hortons down the street although it's quite a way down the street uh if it's summertime way down the street there's a dairy queen that is really
0: far away. But way down the street, there's I'm, a Dairy Queen. I've been there. That Dairy Queen has not kept to the same standards, I would argue, as many other Dairy Queens. No. And there's also a... Best Dairy Queen on. is on Hartzell. Mm, yep. Yeah. A lot better than... than the, the
1: franchisee,
0: he's a guy that
1: I should go in and ask, because he seems like an interesting guy. I've He's there. He enjoys it. He must have a passion for... Ice cream in the company. Mm-hmm. He has made it so much better because he's just there and laughing. Dairy Queen is
0: an exciting place, probably to to have a franchise of. It's it's. I, I like I like the way that they market themselves. I like the yeah. constant introduction of new products. They are always associated with lots of like movies and things. And their ice cream. I've never really been disappointed by their ice cream in general. The only thing that's disappointed me is some of the places that are older and have refused to update things, and they seem a little bleak and. Maybe not that well cleaned and and that's that's a bit of an issue with some dairy queens Except for the one in Port Colburn. Which is its own thing.
1: Which is its own,
0: we've talked about this,
1: but its own little vintage Dairy Queen. It's a blast from the past. True. It has all the modern blizzards, but that's it. Um Dairy Queen would be interesting. Franchises in general can be good, but I I don't know. I if I were to open up a restaurant, I'd probably go the the submission sub route, the mom and pop, because there's there's merit there.
0: The interesting thing, too, that they, they hit on is, like I said, I don't think the startup cost and, and the cost of running it is going to be nearly that of, say, a startup restaurant on St. Paul Street. And what happens to most startups restaurants in St. Paul Street? They close in, like, three to ten months. Well, yes. Somewhere in that range. But because
1: the food industry the restaurant industry rather is such a low markup at the end of the day after you take into consideration it is a lot
0: lower than a lot of other industries yes because yeah food costs
1: typically you can make a high margin on food purchasing but once you take into consideration the the cost of the cooking the power the rent you're not making a ton per So you got to sell volume at that point. You need volume or you need cheap rent because rent right off the bat is an incredibly, can be an incredibly high Mm. standard cost. No matter how much business you do, this is an expense. And if you're paying $2,000 a month for prime St. Paul real estate, that's, I mean, right
0: there. We say prime, but a lot of areas of St. Paul are not prime really anymore. Bet you they're still charging around that though. Yeah.
1: Actually I don't I'm not even gonna bet you I know they're charging around that though. So mm-hmm. submission subs, ten bucks per if you assumed that they were on St. Paul Street, I don't know what their markup would be, but if five dollars
0: from every nine dollar thing went
1: to the rent,
0: yeah. even then Oh, it would hurt like crazy. Yeah, it, it wouldn't work. What they have wouldn't work, I don't think, on no. on that street. And it doesn't really matter too, because again, they're within walking distance of a considerable population, and, and it is the kind of thing that you would walk to. We're gonna we could pick on a friend a little bit, a little bit. Mugs and Meeples is a different kind of business that's in that exact same area. I love Mugs and Meeples. I don't know if its location helps it as much.
1: There's probably. Room for a case study
0: because there's another board game between
1: Mugs and Meeples and Lidology. Yes, um, now the two are different. First off, I'm happy to announce that Mugs and Meeples they're actually doing construction on the escape room. Yes, it's being done.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Now, so, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. However, there's some differences between the two, Lidology. Is marketing itself as a restaurant and board game place. The rest, the restaurant is restaurant first. It's a, it's a, it looks like a decent place to go have dinner. Yes, it, it does look like that. And then there it's are got board a nice games. Bar mugs and meeples. Originally was supposed to be an escape room place with a board game cafe attached. Because of bureaucratic reasons, it had to be a board game cafe first and then escape room. So we'll never know how well it would have done had the original vision come to be what we know is now i would say that now they're a cafe first and eatery second so they're what they're definitely a cafe first eatery second so the competition the business is slightly different Mm. lidology is more expensive yeah it's in a more prime place it is and yes they both serve alcohol but you're more likely to get people on an ice dogs night to go to lidology than you ever would
0: yes they're not people from an ice dog saying are are going to go there although you do get a little bit of the sketchier clientele that is in that area <laughs> coming in that will actually order a drink funny enough and that's all they order i
1: told george i was there on wednesday Strange. night working for him and another guy came in sat down ordered two beers and left and i told george i'm like the, when I was there running it by myself I had that once every few nights where they'd come in for beer they'd come in for hot chocolate they wouldn't play and I left I'm like do you get that he said no but I'd like to get that more
0: because the markup on that's better
1: the markup on it's better <laughs> you because of the type of business that it is these mugs and meeples you don't want it to ever just be a bar crowd and it never will be no but to have people come in have a beer or two and just go on their phone for a little bit, which is what the guy on Wednesday night did. Sure. Yeah, then spend $12. Bucks. Um they are both different. I... I think Lidology is a restaurant first because it knows that it needs it needs to be on St. Paul Street.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And hopefully it's good. I have not been there. I have not Let, tried let's it. Let's
0: go there. Let's give it a shot because I, I like the atmosphere that I can see from the outside. It looks neat. It does look neat. And, I like their tables for playing games and stuff, too. They're yeah. well thought out. Um, and then Mugs and Meeples,
1: it's... It's interesting. I get it. It took me a long time to get it. Um, I know why board game cafes are good, because I saw a father and his daughter come in and the father seemed kind of grumpy they both got something to i mean not alcohol but they both got something to drink and they started playing and by the end of it they were laughing and having fun so i mean it's a service it's good i mean to sit down and even if you're playing something stupid like operation it's a very nostalgic game Mm -hmm. but it can be fun and it can cause smiles so i see why it exists i just they are it's not much of a case study they're both different Um, Georgia's overhead costs have to be lower than something downtown, downtown St. Catharines. And I'm pretty sure that Lidology is also a double unit.
0: Yeah, the... Where was it?
1: No, what was in there before? It was that Chinese restaurant that we went to once,
0: right? It It was some kind of restaurant like that. Um, it was set up differently I think it is a double unit so you're more expensive there not twice as expensive the seating area wasn't open originally it was just a restaurant I don't know what was in it before on the uh, the seating side but, but yeah it's all opened up now
1: but no that's, that's interesting hopefully it succeeds it's one of those things where it's hit or miss I drove past and it's quite full and I drive past and it's empty but I think a lot of businesses are like that too Yeah.
0: peak times of the day
1: yeah i wonder what their hours are they're downtown they should be open for lunch
0: i think i think we'll look into that and we'll go i think this is a good time to wrap up for the night yeah i'm gonna actually get some work done editing some stuff tonight so perfect i look look forward to doing that i'm quite in pain i got hit in the face with a two by four today which might have a cut above my eye but so you burnt your tongue Oh, yeah, I've I've had a lot of accidents in the past couple days. It's going okay. Anyways, have a good night.
1: Have a good night. Talk
0: later.